This is Insight with Roz, a radio broadcast brought to you on podcast by I'mJustSaying.com, independent of the good opinion of others. Thanks for joining me on Insight, where we look at life in 3D and tackle the tough topics, all through the prism of hood feminism. You're not going to be surprised to hear a black woman say, I'm so tired of racism. And the Meghan and Harry story just encapsulates the reality of modern life in Britain. And we're talking about a woman who could actually pass for white. But the mere fact that she has a mother who is black and has dreads is far more important to be emphasized than the fact she could even pass for somebody who is Spanish. For a long line of commentators, the marriage of Harry to Meghan Markle symbolized how Britain has embraced multiculturalism. This is an accurate reflection of how white Britons see race in Britain. It's not necessarily shared by black Britons, although black Brits are sometimes too ready to call out American racism with an air that the problem is so much less severe here in Britain. And thus they ignore the disparities in income and unemployment rates that are a direct reflection of racism. Meghan and Harry's interview with Oprah Winfrey offered an alternative view to diverse Britain. The couple said that racism played a large part in the reason the couple left the country. They went on to say that a member of the royal family had queried how dark their baby's skin would be. We are advised that the baby brown conversations didn't come from the Queen or Prince Philip. And the royal response was that some recollections may vary. They are taken very seriously, these comments, and will be addressed by the family privately. Now, there are some Brits saying it is an innocent inquiry. Mm, Me? Not so much. Real racism is a real thing, but we are expected to chuckle at the choice of euphemisms that are used to completely distort racist comments, making them frivolous. The BBC calls them Prince Philip's gaffes, or that he is speaking his mind, or his conversational sense of humour. Actually, it's racism and it's unacceptable. Royal racism is headed up by Prince Philip, who asked an Aboriginal Australian if they were still throwing spears. To the president of Nigeria, who was in national dress, he said, you look like you are ready for bed. He was keen to advise a group of British students during a visit to China, that if they stayed much longer, they would be all slitty-eyed. And he noted on meeting a Filipino nurse 
at Luton and Dunstable Hospital, and this was in 2013, that the Philippines must be half empty as you all hear running the NHS. Ha, ha, ha. Alas, Philip is not alone. From the first branch of the family, Harry himself has caused outrage. When he donned a Nazi soldier's uniform, complete with SWAT sticker, for a fancy dress party in 2005. He apologised, only to be caught on film in 2009, calling a former army colleague our little packy friend. But Harry says the experience of living in his wife's Meghan's shoes has made him recognise the issue. Philip is not alone, nor is Harry. Princess Michael of Kent made the headlines after donning a Blackamoor brooch to Meghan Markle's first Christmas lunch. Blackamoor art, which was prominent in the 17th and 18th century, fetishizes images of slavery and often depicts Africans in subservient roles through figurines and jewellery. Tassia, former beau, to her daughter, Lady Gabrielle Windsor, said that Princess Michael of Kent used to own two black sheep, which she named Venus and Serena, after the world-famous tennis champions. He also reported that Princess Michael told a group of black customers in a New York restaurant to go back to the colonies because she believed they were talking too loudly in a restaurant. There is a history of racism in the royal family. The Queen has never apologised for the monarchy's racist past. And besides Meghan and Harry, I cannot recall any other members of the royal family speaking openly about the death of George Floyd in the summer of 2020. I wish the palace would have been quick to launch an investigation into the racism that Meghan spoke about, as they were to launch one into the allegations of bullying by Meghan. A woman who could pass for white. But attacking people of colour is easier than facing up to the racism that is endemic in the royal family and Britain. Professor Andrews puts it like this. He says, for the royal family to act in a racist way is really for them to act on brand. For me, they are a symbol of institutional racism. And if leadership is about the right thing, then surely they should be leading from the front. It's a wrap. Remember, you can catch all my broadcasts and never miss a show. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Just press the follow button above or below. Be gentle with yourself. This is Insight with Roz, a radio broadcast brought to you on podcast by I'mJustSaying.com, independent of the good opinion of others.